Hi guys, my name is Alistair Stewart. I'm the host of Darrow Discussions and I want to review a film as part of my retrospective series called, called Brothers of War. It's a MCM production that came out in 2015 and I have to say that when I first saw it I wasn't his biggest fan and there are certain reasons for that and I'd like to just go over it now because I'm normally quite a big fan of independent cinema and the ambition of that but there's a lot of this film got right and a lot it got wrong that I want to go through so you know it's remiss and it's terrible to say but you know there is a tendency to judge a book by its cover and certainly you know DVDs by its covers as well and there was something about this that when it came out it was it, it, it came packaged in this beautiful dark green DVD case depicting a World War Two battlefield and I think most of the pictures online of it now are still the same and combine the picture of that and the title and it doesn't take much to deduce the de uh, deduce that this is you guessed a, a war film the problem is it's not and it's not really it's it's a, it's a little bit more and a little bit less than that written by and written and directed by mike carr brothers of war opens with a complicated toxic toxic bullying rivalry between gregory played by uh, roy finn and his elder brother jake daniel atwell the former is timid and shy, the latter a, a bully boy showman with a penchant for rule-breaking and tormenting of his brother. And it's this which culminates in a family tragedy that leaves Jake with brain damaged and paralysed and Gregory enlisted and, and into serving in uh, 1940s France. The film is entertaining in places, but perhaps not for the reasons envisioned by the director. Um, Corin Buckeridge's score ranges between being deeply dark to very hokey in places. Um, it overkills the opening uh, country life vignette, the, the sort of good woman by the stove and thrifty humility being is is too light and, and frilly and for moments of anguish it is deeply sullen with a strong Celtic sound and more often than not throughout the picture it is all misapplied and it's a mismatch for all the cleverness of the score it, it, it you know in places it either sounds too happy in moments of stark pain or too sad in moments of, of normalcy it is reminiscent in some respects of Southeast Asian cinema, particularly Japanese and South Korean films that have an over-exaggerated soundtrack that are needlessly melodramatic. And, and that's very misplaced in, in both theme and plot and, and script and what it's trying to do. The deficiency in establishing the correct tone is manifest, but it's not the death blow. Brothers of War has the potential to be an exceptional character study but is severely limited by the acting range of leading man Finn and his portrayal is either deliberately reserved or, or he is quite deficient in what he's trying to accomplish as a character. Gregory comes across with an almost sociopathic detachment for everything from love to death, near death by the Nazis and the torture of his loved ones and if it wasn't for the juxtaposition of uh, to his laddish if psychotic brother you'd think it was a deliberate plot point. Uh, Finn expresses no emotion whatsoever when the actors around him are reacting to him as if he should be reacting. It's frustrating, it's frustrating for the supporting cast is diverse and sincere and, and of, of very high caliber so you can feel the potential and the emotional impact of the film bubbling below the surface, but you never have enough 
empathy or understanding of Gregory to invest in it. Worse still is his portrayal is so unsympathetic that his role as a linchpin to other characters mean that they lose out. Jake's downfall should be a source of justice. Instead, he's the tragic figure in the picture, as is Gregory's wife, Chris, Chrisabella, uh, Claire uh, Fetarapa. If she's abandoned, you don't feel there's a betrayal by Gregory. You just wonder how she's expected anything different from such a cold man in the first place. The weakness of the leading man raises his co-stars from, from supporting roles to fully-fledged ensemble members of distinction is Fetarapa who's thrilling to watch both in our opening scenes as a near rape victim of Nazi cruelty and as a tender vulnerable but ultimately empowered resistance member both Daniel Atwell as Jake and Gordon Winter as his father are marvelous and deeply empathetic in their own ways as is Iona Bruce as their mother a more rewarding character conclusion should have been found for Natasha Staples as Sally she moved from being the beautiful pickup of Jack to you know an attempted cathartic tease after his uh, his injury and it's these moments which conf conform and confuse when you know and when she deserved a, a much more con conclusive part in the in the show. Um, sex and reality are the ambition of the picture and in places it succeeds but Mike Carter excels much better at portraying cruelty than he does tender moments the sex scene between Gregory and Christabella is painfully cliched yet the hostage scene, the moment of near sexual violence and the graphic depiction of a pregnant woman at the hands of the Gestapo were executed and performed with aplomb and, 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 and they're nerve wracking and harrowing the slow vignette of the Gestapo torture walking down the corridor, the raid of Christabella's uh, house to say nothing of her torture were compelling and gut-wrenching to watch this but to begin to have the protagonist Gregory not bat an eyelid is a shamefully missed opportunity and by the time he even considers returning for his pregnant spouse it's 50 kilometers later and a few less fingernails for for his partner whoever worked in the marketing department evidently thought the film wasn't strong enough for it to sell on its own merits and their short-sightedness will deprive people of a flawed but reflective char character study about the cruelty of war the ambiguity of re revenge and the burden of generational guilt the second world war setting is circumstantial the film could have been set in the first world war or the napoleonic it it makes no difference it makes little difference the thematic truth of what it means to be a coward to be a man who never takes a stand and rides the rapids with no resistance is as perennial and uh, as love and loss are to fiction of the ending and the conclusion of the gregory jake relationship there's no poignancy because greg dispatches his brother with an assassin's calm because there was no empathy throughout what should have been an of mice of men homage was lost completely in the end the synonymous title is is revealed the two brothers in receipt of their father's letter played by mike carter and the resultant generation of their story it's the narrative structure and script work but like the rest of the film the cathartic meeting of generations at the end is let down by the groundwork of Finn during the rest of the film. Ultimately, this film stands out as an exceptional effort about what an independent picture can be. It's an ambitious story let down only by the tropes of its first act and the leading man's acting. It's soon made up for by the brutality of the second and third act. It's a case in point that independent cinema can stand on par with larger blockbusters, 
but the script still ultimately remains everything and acting must match up to that quality particularly when it is hoping to achieve a dramatic blockbuster-esque stature.